You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! see things that look and feel familiar but they're not do not let yourself get sucked in emotionally if we're not back in 48 hours you need to close the breach welcome to earth too hey hansen close the breach. so which one of you is in the wrong universe close the breach. which one of you is in the wrong mary is protecting your world and our world needs a flash now close the breach. they could be stuck there forever <laughs> It's another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week, Glenn and I sit down this week with Aaron to talk about the DC triple shot on the CW, the CW sandwich, the DC sandwich, the DC stew. uh, Where the bread is often so delicious and the meat's made of shit. That's right. Aaron, how are you doing, man? Good, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Glenn, how are you doing? I'm going good. How are you doing, man? It's okay. Uh, things are okay. I don't remember. That's, that's not too enthusiastic at all. <laughs> I don't remember Legends. Oh of come Tomorrow. on, kids don't have broken thumbs. You're good. Yeah, I don't. Right. Rem- I don't remember Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, How could you not? My, it was awesome this week. Well, Glenn's Glenn's reference wasn't was in fact uh, a, a real reference to something we were talking about. But before we were on the air, my my twelve year old thought she broke her thumb. Oh, uh, and it turns out she just jammed it really bad. Oh, and did you have to uh, pop it back out. Uh, no, we didn't really, cause if you tried to touch it, she, she, she flipped out. So we just oh, sort yeah. of let it be. And, uh, it seems to be back to normal now, but this, this whole saga was sort of going on during Legends of Tomorrow. So when I, when in prep for the show, when I went and read through the synopsis for this episode, I didn't remember half of the things this, uh, episode talks about. So you should have uh, just YouTube that scene of, uh, of Riggs slamming his shoulder back in. <laughs> like against the wall and be like, look, honey, this will be way easier than that. Look, yeah. look at Mel Gibson. He's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> He's totally fine now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's uh, let's start with uh, The Flash. It's season one, episode 13 called Welcome to Earth 2. I've watched this episode three times. <laughs> <laughs> I big... probably did in total, but it was the same like 10 seconds I kept watching. <laughs> Just the time, the time goo tunnel. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I watched all three times. It was so good. Uh, before heading to Earth 2, Barry closes all but one of the breaches, the one at Star Labs, so that Zoom has no other way to travel between parallel Earths. Using the last breach, Barry, Cisco, and Dr. Wells travel to Earth 2, but there is a surge of energy that destabilizes the breach. The trio will be stuck in Earth 2 until Caitlin and Jay Garrick can stabilize the breach again. Barry meets uh, Earth 2 Iris, and Earth to Joe. Uh, they, uh, things are a little bit Joseph. different. It's Joseph, yeah. And he's a, he's a, a singer at a, at a cafe or a restaurant the, this, or something. The talent this guy continues to display on this show is Absolutely. just, I, I just love him more and more. He, he, you know, have you ever seen Rent? 
He's in no. that. He's no, really no. good. I mean, I, he was on the Broadway version of it too. I, I don't watch musicals. That was the one with. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Rosario yeah. Dawson, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that, I I I have I have an. It's iPod. very similar to the movie uh, Lease. No, didn't see that one either. I have an I have an iPod for music, Glenn. I I, I listened to it. I, I saw House Two. Is it in that same vein? <laughs> Lease. Uh, yes. Yeah, they have a really good single called "Everybody's Got AIDS." That's the show Lease. And House yeah. 2, all they had was, like, zombie cowboys. And Kane Hodder. He got set on fire in that movie. None of that in this episode of The Flash, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Iris. There was lots of fire. Uh, well, I oh. mean, you know, but none of the, the zombie dubstep cowboys. No, uh, that would have much better. Iris. Uh, Iris is the head of the CCPD. And uh, Joe was a, is a singer at a jazz bar. Barry decides to impersonate... Which is the coffee shop building. Yes. Uh, Barry... Decides to impersonate his Earth 2 self to get more information on Zoom. Barry is attacked by Earth 2's Caitlin and Ronnie Raymond, known here as Killer Frost and Deathstorm. Uh, I'm really bummed they changed her costume up from like the first kind of kind of view they gave us the first time Barry, you know, saw the the breaches and all that. They are agents of Zoom. Uh, in the attack, Joe is killed. Uh, Cisco attempts to help the police stop the pair, but he is confronted by his own evil doppelganger, Reverb. Uh, You could tell he was evil because his voice was way deeper. Yeah, and he had his hair in kind of one of those semi-ponytails or some of his hair is in a ponytail. It was so fancy. Yeah. Uh, Cisco understands that Reverb has great power and can uh, can control the nervous system's of of people he's uh he's amazed by all of this and he's somewhat tempted to uh to to maybe have reverb uh teach him these powers uh barry tries to rescue him but is stopped by reverb and deathstorm zoom arrives and kills reverb and deathstorm for harming the flash something that they were specifically told not to do and then a prison uh, imprisons barry alongside jesse Meanwhile, Jay Garrick reveals to Caitlin that he was the one who invented Velocity 6 on his Earth. That is the reason he lost his speed. That is the reason he's dying. Not because Zoom took it. Because he himself fucked up things because he is a terrible Flash. No, it's because he was Sonic and he wanted to go even more fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just a terrible Flash is what it is. He just sucks at being a superhero. Uh, First, you're last, man. Uh, by the way, more so because there, there was like a, a really weak B plot in this episode of some villain who's, I don't even know who the fuck it was. Geomancer. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, cause it, they, I don't even remember that. I didn't mean to say that with so much enthusiasm. I'm not that <laughs> excited about the Geomancer. I promise. I, uh, I, I don't think, I don't remember them ever even mentioning his name, but maybe they did. I, I, I remember it. That's that, I think that was where the excitement came from. Not the fact that it yeah. was Geomancer, just the fact that I remembered. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, Caitlin tries to help Jay become the flash to help defeat this guy. And he literally falls on his face cause he sucks as the flash. Uh, I mean, also his speed disappeared and that's why he fell on his face, but still he fell on his face and he looked like a buffoon. He has a terrible flash. Everyone. I don't know why Caitlin likes this guy. Uh, anyway, I like Glenn. his coat because he's not dead. Uh, Glenn, what did you think of this episode? Welcome to earth Two. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was so great. <laughs> it was fun. It looks like next week is going to be even more fun, but continue. Oh, it just, 
like Aaron said, I mean, I didn't watch it three times. Uh, <laughs> but tempted though, I bet you were. Tempted. I was pretty tempted to, to do it. You know, I just it was you know the show just they know what they're doing. It was light hearted fun. It was I really I was kind of worried that Daniel Panabaker wouldn't be able to do Killer Frost. And I, oh, I, I was going to find her. I thought she was going to be really annoying, but I really liked her. They they played it well. It was nice to see uh, Stephen Amell's uh, cousin in it. So, yeah, Rock. that was nice. And I, he just gets Colcock murdered. That was, uh, I wasn't expecting him to just get, you know. Yeah, Deathstorm was kind of a pussy. <laughs> just bursted like that. I love, oh, yeah, they, they, like, even just little things, little touches, like, oh, you know, is Stein okay with it? He's like, oh, I haven't heard that guy in a long time. I'm like, oh, well, damn, that sucks. <laughs> so Stein's dead. And just little, little touches like that, just with the encounters. And uh, <laughs> I thought Grant Gustin was really good in this episode. Mm-hmm. He uh, he definitely knows how to play fish out of water. And it was just, it was just great. I loved it. Uh, I really hope that they do Booster Gold because that's about as much of a cornballer you can get without it being an actual cornballer. <laughs> the uh, Aaron, uh, what were your what were your thoughts on this episode? Well, I mean, I, I liked it each of the three times I viewed it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was great. I mean, you know, the the Flash is always fun. Like even when it's heavy, like it's still fun. Like you know, you you, you did see a version of Joe die, so that was kind of. You know, Barry get to see a glimpse of that to kind of, you know, sort of experience, like, you know, what it could be like to lose, you know, mm-hmm. someone else that he really loves. It, it was a great episode. Yeah. And seeing him as Barty, uh, it, it was it was great just seeing, you know, he got to kind of play around a bit and show what he could do. I don't know that other CW led shows, their stars could have done the same. Uh, but Grant Gustin did. So, you know, good for him. It just makes Flash all the more better. Uh one of my favorite parts, though, was when he and Cisco, when they first got to Star, they took a selfie at, <laughs> yes. at, at the new. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's the best shit!" Because yeah. of course you do that. You know yeah. what I mean? I Everywhere want my grandkids to know that I did cool things. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. And, and more and more, I, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that uh, Zoom is Barry's dad. Like, I, yeah, I, don't know I mean, if it's, it's got to be something like two, that, right? but I mean, it, it it one it's one of those fuckers is his dad. The the face underneath that mask is, has got to be John Wesley Ship. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just why else would he tell him you weren't supposed to hurt? You know what I mean? It's like why? Why does he give a fuck? Like he's already he's already started to take his shit. Like it, right. mm, I don't know. Nah. It, it seems like two CW of a thing, like for him not to be his dad. Everybody's like, oh shit. We, we I mean, we will most definitely find out. Uh, there next week. Yeah. There, uh, there was a bevy of Easter eggs in this episode. Uh, tons of things. I think that at one point they made reference of a mayor snart, which could yeah. be in reference to Citizen Cold. Yep, uh, sure is. That we've talked about him becoming at some point, or the good guy version. Um, the uh, the scene where they're going through the uh, the wormhole alone, I think there's like a million things. Uh, so there's a shot of the green arrow in there, which a lot of people are saying doesn't look like Oliver Queen at all. It's Diggle. When blown up. So, uh, it's Diggle. Do you think so? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so comicbook.com was theorizing that it could be Connor Hawk, but you're saying Diggle. It, it was absolutely Diggle. I, I, I did a screenshot of it just you know on my computer real quick, and it's definitely Diggle. The Diggle Wiggle. Uh, of course, one that really stuck out to people is uh, Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. She was in there. Uh, is that to suggest that 
uh, is that to suggest that Supergirl, the Supergirl show, doesn't exist in the same timeline as the Flash, and that Correct. you'll have to go to a different world. Correct. She's an alternate universe. Okay. Uh, so that's just a that's that's just one more thing. Well, I, I guess it doesn't yeah, really. There's that Diggle pick there for you guys. <laughs> no, that seriously. Sounds, click, sorry, sounds, I know that might sound a little 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 naughty, but click sounds, on it. It sounds very naughty. No, click on it. I dare you. <laughs> it, it sounds really racy. Open it right now while, while we're doing this. I want to hear you react. The Diggle pick. Um, I mean, eh, I think it could be him. I can't really. It is. It, it, it most definitely is John Diggle right there. It might be. I don't want to. I don't want to judge. I'm going to tweet that. We should tweet that. If I want to dig, pick. Um, I'll get your wife to tweet it. Then we'll get some traction. So were you guys? Yeah, no able, shit, right? Were you guys <laughs> able to determine the uh, the uh, the fate of the L ring that we saw in Legion? Uh, like we are Legion. Is it like a, a... booster gold? Yeah. Ah, uh, booster gold. Okay. Yeah. I love booster gold. He's he's the worst. He really is. But man. Is the word? Now, what it, well, okay. and this is what he is. He's from the future, and he goes back in time with like everyday equipment that they use, so he can become a famous superhero. That's the only reason why he is what he is. Is he Wait, wants so to be a famous superhero? He goes it's back great. in time and just uses their modern day technology <laughs> as a superhero. No, yeah, like from his time. So he goes back oh, in time with like with his stuff, which is like lasers, but you know. They're not used as like weapons or defense or anything. And so he he's, just he's almost the Gildroy Lockhart of the superhero world. <laughs> pretty much. Got it. It's pretty. It's great. Uh, he's he's the best. And in the animated series, he was voiced by Nathan Fillion. Uh, also, speaking of John Wesley Ship, we saw him as the original TV Flash in the yeah. uh, in mm-hmm. there as well. So there is, in fact, some universe out there where John Wesley Ship's Flash is still on a, a 1990s quality television show uh i think that i think that may be more of a tease to aaron's uh theory though that he's that he's zoom oh we got jonah hex too because i feel like they oh yeah 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 we did yeah yeah we got a shot at uh we got a shot at jonah hex based off i mean it's very wibbly and bubbly and i'm just assuming it's a cowboy with a pistol yeah better be jonah hex it lo- I mean, it looks pretty good, I guess. For or it's vigilante, which isn't as cool. But uh, there's a there's a shot of there's a shot of Grodd in there. Uh, I'm guessing. So yeah, this episode automatically is yeah. standing at a four. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing that means that is a hint towards the next episode because they are in the previews. They are in a forest like oh, area in the next episode, the and that's gotta, that's got to be the Gorilla Kingdom. So yeah, uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> gonna be so good uh let me see is there i'm sure there's some other stuff um on the police station uh the there was a big uh thing on the wall that said a free and just society which people oh yeah taking to mean the justice society which i believe was it was that a precursor to the justice league or was that something that happened afterwards i don't i don't really know I mean, not like a precursor, but I mean, there's tons of different it was some, titles. It was something that existed alongside it, or yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff that they're using is uh, Silver Age, so that's uh, what, it's you know you're getting Jay Garrick. So a lot of this Earth Two stuff is Silver Age lore. So it's their version of the Justice League. They called it the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. 
uh, Floyd Lawton is on the police force here, where <laughs> people sucks. still ca- people still call him Deadshot, but to mock him because he's horrible. Yeah, I I, I laughed my tits off on that show. Hey, Captain Sid is so uh, funny. and the captain is a pimp. That was dude. He got gangstered up, man. Just a, a quick trim of the beard. He got thugged out in a hurry. Uh, uh, by the way, there's a call where Barry, uh, is, gets to talk to his mother. Oh man. Which was a great scene, but, uh, there's also during the call, uh, Nora thanks Barry for her tickets to Atlantis that Mm -hmm. he arranged. And all the names on his caller ID, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, uh, isn't Jake Garrick's best friend? Is from Atlantis, and then he dropped that. Yeah, yeah, and he had on his call on his on his uh, on his collar thing. He had like Bruce, Diana, Hal, Diana, and Hal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so good. Right under, yeah. right under Eddie, mom and dad, and dad. Right. <laughs> um. And yeah, jitters was jitterbugs for the for the jazz thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, the uh, to me the 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 best line was because uh, anytime anybody references Star Wars on these shows now, there's an automatic thumbs up for me and reverb trying to get uh, vibe to to kind of learn the ways of the dark side and he's like, are you trying to Cloud City Vader me right now? And I thought that was so fucking great. I just laughed. Oh. I, that that was that was right up there when when they compared Kronos to a uh, Boba Fett on Legends of Tomorrow, uh, also legitimate LOLs. Well, and they got, got a uh, what what movie did Brandon Routh reference? I forget. Uh, he did a uh, oh, he, he did Top Gun. Gun. Yeah, that's right. He did <laughs> Top, Top Gun. Gun. Different Can show, we just Aaron. Go right to Legends. Can we do that? <laughs> Don't break down the fun train, Tony. I'm trying not to. Uh, uh, Glenn, what would you give this episode? What would you um, I mean, I, I'm just gonna say five. I don't even care. Holy shit! Wow. It was what you wanted. The, we the th- okay. Here's the thing: is I felt like this episode mentally for me was built up because there's a lot of ways this could have just gone wrong, which is have oh, the sure. Arrow writing staff do this episode. Sure. Um, but no, they just they hit it. Every little beat worked. And even not even just the the moment where he's talking to his mom, but even he like when he's just sitting down with Joe and Joe's like, pretty much f you, like yeah. I hate you, you hate me. This is how it works. And like so, you got to do that, which is again we, you already talked about. You know, Jesse L. Martin is, and a lot of these actors are are too good for this network, but yeah. somehow they get to keep them. Uh, what say you, Aaron? Five. Absolutely. Holy shit. Five I, times three since, you know. I'm giving it a four, but okay. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. What I'm was your complaint? Uh, I don't really have any complaints. It just, it was like a four episode to me. I was I was okay with everything that happened, and I thought there was some good moments. I like the, the death scene with, with Joe, and I like that Barry is just like, because he doesn't know, right? He's... Uh, he comes into this world and learns that Joe and Barry don't like each other in this world. Uh, but to him, he doesn't give a shit. It's like, uh, they're all family to me. So it was a really heartbreaking scene for him. Uh, and I like that. And I like the thing with his Which mom. makes sense on why Zoom, you know, yeah. is Barry's dad. And, and he, he got to prove he, he was a superhero. Him. He proved yeah. that he was a superhero by not raping Iris, because that's exactly what that would have been. Yeah. 
Uh, so I mean, look. spoiler alert: if you yeah. see the cobbler, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, dude. Adam Sandler is willing to rape somebody, but he would have to take his shoes off and wouldn't look like the husband of right. the super hot wife. I mean, I, I like what that movie's about. He just wears other people's shoes and tries to rape their loved ones. Uh, I, that is a subplot that I understand. I haven't seen it, but that is just oh. what I've heard. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching that movie then. I like the episode a lot. There just wasn't like that one thing that really stuck out to me. I guess from from other episodes. I don't know. I I I, I feel I like. I mean, I'll, I'll say four and a half because what oh, was happening on Earth One wasn't. I could have. We, we have didn't a leak. Need that. Yeah, <laughs> we have but a leak but you, you you know why it's still five worthy? Because they didn't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, they did. They they they, 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 get, they gave you flashes to how you like that, just to show you like, hey, these other people are still doing shit. And then you know, back to We're the main street. We're still paying these people, so they need yeah. to be in scenes. Yeah, I'm I love sa- it. I'm saving. It. I'm, I'm sticking with my five. I'm saving my super high score for next week because I feel like they've got a big payoff coming uh, with the next episode, and then the episode after that is automatically for its title alone is already at a four. Uh, based off of its title for episode What's 15. So, uh, episode 15 is called King Shark. Love yes. it. So, uh, oh, yeah. It's so already good. at a four. Oh, man. That's for two weeks from now. Uh, <laughs> we gotta talk about We gotta talk about some other shows, though, so let's do that. It's uh, season four, episode 13 of Arrow. Boo. Called Sins of the Father. My sister is dying. There's one way to prevent that. Kill Malcolm Merlin. What's unfolding here? It is bigger than my daughter. There will be war. Like this, you must kill me. Let's finish this. Uh, All right. Uh, Oliver refuses Nissa's offer. Surprise, surprise. Instead, he attempts... uh, By the way, for those of you not in the know, Nissa's offer was, I can save Thea... But you've got to kill Thea's dad first, Malcolm Merlin. Uh, instead, he he attempts to convince Malcolm to relinquish control of the League to Nyssa in exchange for the cure. Malcolm claims that Nyssa is lying and refuses to go along with his plan, while Nyssa agrees but proclaims that if Malcolm backs out, then everyone will be considered an enemy. Because that seems like a, just a generalized dick thing to do for no reason. Uh... Oliver convinces Nyssa to provide a sample to prove to Merlin that she is not lying. After witnessing Thea get better, Malcolm agrees to the deal. At the exchange, Malcolm double-crosses Nyssa, and then she is forced to retreat. Oliver convinces Malcolm to challenge Nyssa to a duel, a trial by combat, as it were, uh, with the winner remaining the leader of the League. Before they fight... Oliver uses ancient rules to trade places with Nyssa as her husband because the League still sees them as husband and wife. I will fight for my wife. (laughs) Oliver bests Malcolm, but instead of killing him, he cuts off his hand, the one with the demon's head ring, knocks Malcolm unconscious. Uh, Oliver exchanges the ring for the cure. Realizing her mistake, Nyssa disbands the League and destroys the ring. Uh, angered by Oliver. Yeah, because apparently you could roll assassins with the, a, a ring from Hot Topic. I guess. Uh, angered by Oliver's betrayal. That, that's all that shit takes. Uh, Malcolm informs Damien Dark of uh, about Oliver's son. And in flashbacks, Ryder takes a stone from Oliver that he has as a symbol that he seeks. Blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Glenn, what did you think of Sins of the Father? I was really confused. 
But first off, we're going to talk about how I'm pretty sure, and I don't know if, if this is a common theme in Marvel, uh, but I've probably seen Sins of the Father as a, ep- or as a comic <laughs> issue title about, I don't know, 15,000 times. Almost any yeah, episode of any right. television show has this as a title, yes. Uh, so there's that. But, uh, okay, so I understood it as, like, Ollie and Malcolm were going to, like, work out a deal. And it was like, oh, yeah, because he wants the League so he can control it and keep the League from doing other bad things. Yeah, because he's, like, in Nissa's hand. Basically, he was saying, like, look, Nissa is Donald Trump. And if you give Donald Trump the presidency, bad shit's going to happen. We can't do it, no matter no matter what kind of cure Donald Trump has. For so your what's system. Malcolm Merlin? Uh, Mer- I think Merlin is trying. Ted Cruz. To- I think <laughs> maybe. Uh, you're, you're you're right. No, no. There is a there is a moment here where they're like, we're going to do a trial by combat, but I have a plan. And then yeah. his, his plan was to beat Malcolm. Like, beat Malcolm and cut off, cut off his hand, and then she disbands the weren't, weren't the league, they- and then he's like. I hate you. I, wait, he says. No, like no, he, he, like, he he told him do the trial by combat, like because essentially she can't refuse, and then he can just kill her and end it. Like that's that's the way Oliver was setting him up to like you know yeah. they just just come in here and kill her and you know and and. But why would he cool. agree to that? Because he would know that Oliver doesn't kill anymore. Why would he be okay with Nissa dying? Yeah, and because because well, like, he because to- he needed it to save Thea. And on like, top he of that, her to die to save Thea. And on top of that, they I, I guess the whole story here is that it does make sense if you look at it from the perspective of Oliver double-crossed Malcolm. Uh, because there is this whole scene where Ollie's like, well, what if there was a way for you to keep the ring and get the cure? And he's like, I can't think of anything like that. And then they do this whole thing where Oliver, like they're at the trial by combat and Oliver's like, hey, I've got a plan, don't worry. And then he just goes in there and then beats Malcolm Merlin. So I guess his plan was to double-cross Merlin, which is why Merlin is now pissed. Uh, I guess that kind of makes I sense. I owe you a thousand debts. Yeah. It's death. Death is too, too kind. easy. Yeah, too kind. That was the dumbest dialogue I've ever heard. It can't be. Any, uh, it can't be. Uh, but I, I will vouch for John Barrowman. That's not the dumbest thing he's ever had to say in his acting career. That's true. He's also been on Arrow for four years, so you're, you're correct. He is. He has had to say worse lines. I don't blame him for. And I don't know. Does he have cerebral palsy? I mean, not cerebral palsy. <laughs> does he have? Um, God, my dad had it. Bell's palsy, like J.R. Bell's palsy. Yeah, because he. I notice he's talking. From I don't the think side he does because I've never heard John Barrowman say the word slobber knocker. I think that's a telltale trait <laughs> of. He's talking from the side now, and it was really distracting. It could have just maybe like shitty Botox or something. Yeah, Probably he's just like Botox. he kept talking. It's like I don't remember him ever doing that for his American accent. So I don't know. It was. Just I mean, you know, dude, like yeah, your face starts to sag a bit the older you get. You know what I mean? Shit happens. Like you know. Yeah, but you don't become a Pablo. Picasso painting and, and move your face to the side. According to Google, he does not have it. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. He does not no, have I mean, a Picasso face. Did you Google like John Barrow and Picasso? I mean, he's got a good no, gig. Show up every eighth episode and still get paid for all the seven that you didn't do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I... I didn't like this episode. It, well, no, it, no. It was, you know what? It, it's not the worst one they've done this season. I was very pleasantly no, surprised. I'm like, you know, the, it, it I was surprised the worst. this was the cute episode. But since they've, why don't they swap at nights? Like, why don't they put it on on Tuesday nights and put Flash on Wednesdays? That way, 
you go, you know what I mean? You build up yeah. like, uh, since they've come back, this is the worst episode since they've returned. You uh, think this is the worst episode since they've come back? Since they come back, yeah, yeah. The last two really? weren't the last two weren't as bad as as this episode. Oh was. no, I thought the last two were worse. Oh, you completely skipped over the uh, Felicity's dad being the calculator. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Felicity's uh, Felicity's dad's a calculator. We learned that last week. I didn't know he had the uh, bat sonar device that Bruce Wayne uses in The Dark Knight. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, he tries to get back into her life. She falls for it for a few scenes and then realizes he's a dick and then parts ways with him, uh, but not before calling the cops on him because he has an outstanding warrant and he gets arrested. And uh, Why is she still wearing high heels? In the, like, you know what I mean? In a wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> they look professional. I don't know, I guess. She's got to prop herself up. Would I mean, but be... wouldn't you like have to like socks? Just you just want to be comfortable all the time. You know I, what would, I mean, I would be. I, I bet she I'd could... have UGG slippers on, just matters. rocking shit, not giving a damn. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe she feels. Tom Brady like might a... be onto something there, boy. Maybe she feels like as the head of a corporation, she has to oh, have okay. a certain look or something. I don't know. She shouldn't. She shouldn't. She should just have. That, to be and she's still wearing about, really like, short like skirts. action movies and stuff. It's like why why can't women wear sensible shoes for like fighting and running? Yeah, and and Glennis well, it's, it's because men made those, and men don't want them to wear sensible things. Yeah, they want them to look sexy. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. If I'm ever like in a zombie attack, the, the first woman who falls because of a busted heel, I'm not going to find her very sexy. Um, no, no, of course. She's pretty silly. She'll find be her missing, really dead. She'll be missing right. limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you have any thoughts on this episode? Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah. a show. You it just want to back on the uh, fact no. that she needs to wear a longer <laughs> skirt for sitting down all day. Yeah, maybe. Like she's a, a you know a Sharon Stone leg move away from. Yeah, I don't know. Just the whole it, it just mm. the, the the thing with her daddy just ah oh so I don't know. It, I just kind of like when Clara kind of stuck around like a bit too long, like, you know, uh, yeah. they ended strong with her run, but like right after the curses episode, you know what I mean? Where she stuck around for the first few and it was just kind of awkward. Yeah. It oh, just kind of feels like when they focus like a little more on Felicity, it just, ugh, it doesn't really do much for me. I don't know. Yeah. This, uh, this episode was a big bag of who cares. Uh, Glenn, what's your, what's your score? <laughs> Let's get two it over half. with. Two and a two, half. Two and a half. Uh, I'm giving it two and a half. Aaron, what are you giving it? Two. A two. He, he talked me into it. I'll also go, too. That's all you just... <laughs> just by picking it, he talked... Was it my biting argument of, yeah, did that sway you? <laughs> Do you have anything to say about it? Yeah. Which, you sounded like Brendan Dassey. Which was actually code for no. I don't it's have no, anything. Really. Some people think that's a confession. Right. Uh, all right, so let's uh, talk about uh, Season 1, Episode 4 of Legends of Tomorrow called White Knights. I love this show so much. I've already watched the episode twice. And this foolish crusade will be acquitted of all charges. And what about my team? I thought you said this mission was bigger than any one of us. Time to decide whether the future is worth fighting for. The team arrives in Washington, D.C. The year is 1986. 
They are trying to find a document that will lead them to Vandal Savage. The team infiltrates the Pentagon and retrieve a government file that points them towards a scientist named Valentina Vostok, who is, I believe, part of Doom Patrol, which is an awesome name. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is a scientist in the Soviet Union. Uh, Kronos tracks the team and Rip is forced to use Russian fighter jets to assist in taking him down while Ray and Snart go after while Ray and Snart go after Vostok Rip tracks down a time anomaly outside of Moscow where he finds his mentor Zaman Drus uh, who offers a pardon to Rip and uh, a return for his new team to their original timeline if Mr. Hunter voluntarily surrenders. Of course, the pardon is a trick, and Zawan is trying to actually kill him uh, with help from the team. Rip survives. Try to shoot him in both his hearts. It was fucked up. What a dick. Good And also good reference. Uh, Rip survives, uh, and Kronos and Zaman escape. Back on the ship, Rip has Sarah and Kendra work together to tame, I like the wording here, to tame the, and I'm quoting here, feral nature that resides in each of them. Jesus. The feral nature? Uh, ah, Doc- one of them is Egyptian. Is that some Good cra- lord, dude. Some, some crazy Ooh. wording there. Uh, Dr. Stein infiltrates a research lab. Why does that seem so fucked up? That seems fucked up to me, too. Right, doesn't know. it? Uh, <laughs> these women are good fighters, so they're catty and feral. Uh, they can't just oh, be kick-ass women. Jesus. Uh, Dr. Stein infiltrates... Women in heels. We like him in heels. No karate kicking without heels. Short skirts. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stein infiltrates a research lab and discovers Vandal no, actually, Savage. Uh, in Defensive Legends, they were wearing, like, tracksuits. Yeah. So, and sneakers. Uh, Savage is trying to... <laughs> so, Stein, so Stein discovers that Savage is trying to build an army of firestorms, essentially. Uh, Dr. Stein absorbs the energy in Savage's thermal core... But he, Ray, and Mick Rory are captured by the Soviets. Uh, Glenn, your thoughts on this episode? Mick Rory got in a Rocky Four reference too. Mick Rory and is it, awesome. And to also oh, I be, missed that. To also be fair, uh, they put a Russian scientist uh, who was out on intermission in a red lacy dress <laughs> while it was raining, <laughs> and apparently it was freezing cold. And was didn't she, have a jacket to go home she, in. Was, oh God, that's right. She but I would, so. I will say, it was an intermission. She decided to just leave on her own uh, terms with Leonard Snart. So she probably just left her jacket inside. Did she? Did she at, you, at the go at the said, desk. So you said she was a Russian in an all red dress. Did she try to kill anybody with a hammer and sickle, or no? No, but she. Okay. I put a gun to Snart's head. Oh, well, I mean, that's not really the same thing. <laughs> She's like, uh, he's like, no, don't trust me. I'm not your white knight. That would be, you know, brown-eyed what? doofus over there. And, oh, uh, they did call it White Knight. Isn't that, wasn't that that movie with Mikhail Baryshnikov and uh, Gregory Hines, White Knights? Yeah. See, look at that. That's a title rush right there, too, boys. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask the question because I feel like it's going to be a letdown. The truth is out there, fellas. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a letdown, the answer to this, but what was the Rocky Four reference that made? Oh, because he gets jumped by all the guards and they're fighting. They're all Russian. Goes, I'm about to go Rocky Four on your ass. Oh, and, then, was... and, then, and then the guy hits him and he goes, you know, we can end this now. Just let me go. <laughs> I'm going to remember it. And he hits him again. He goes, I'm going to remember you when I get out. 
<laughs> and he just gets thrown in the back of the truck. I part of me was really hoping he was going to do the if I can change, then you can change, then everyone can change. That didn't happen, so now I'm a little. Well, maybe they'll end ne- the next episode with that after he knocks the Russian guy out. Yeah, when I'm he... glad they set that up as his antagonist for the, for this bit. Big Russian guy fighting a big dumb American. I, you know, it, some tales American? are old as time, and it's just amazing. Is he American? I, was I mean, kinda... it, yeah, not in real life, no. Well, but... that's what I mean. Yeah, he, there's an accent there. I was kind of yeah, hoping he's, he's for from Britain. I, I was kind of hoping for one of the Russian dudes to just punch Roy really hard, like hard enough to where he just he sounds all like like Stallone or something. That would have been. That would have been great. They didn't want to go that cartoony, though. I suppose. And talking about guys that are too good for CW, uh, that Victor Garber scene where he's yelling at Jefferson. Oh, I did see that scene. That was quite good. Yeah. She tells him to grow up. Yeah. That was... Oof. Grow up, that... Jefferson. That scene hit me so hard, I did my taxes right after. No bullshit. <laughs> You're like, I will become an adult right away, sir. Allow Basically, me to do my taxes. Like, yep, I... Itemize returns, motherfucker. I'm on it. Don't you worry about it. Uh, Aaron, what did you what did you think of this uh, this week's episode? I can't really put too much input on it, obviously. So, what, what were your thoughts? <laughs> I liked it. This show just continues to be fun. You know what I mean? It, it it's like what Gotham is in its second season. Like they've already figured out and started it off with. Like they they know it's silly. They know it, it it's really like it, it should be dumb, but you know because they they play it up like they they try to be as cheesy as possible and yeah. it, they hit They're all the right notes in doing so. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Like I'm never bummed just sitting there like no, this dude should be trying to cry here. You know what I mean? But the the serious tones they pepper in, you know, their 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 version of levity is almost humorous. So they use the, the serious moments just to give you a break to you know not to smile for you know the entire forty seven minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. It, it. It's a fun ass show, man. I, I, I can't get enough of it. it um, I, I look forward to it. Like every week now, I'm like legends. You know, I'm ready to go. Like, um, like I said, Arrow's just kind of like, eh, it's on. You know, unfortunately, you know, Flash is great. But. Unfortunately, Legends is the lowest rated of the shows. That's such a shame. It is. They better, a, they better not go Constantine. I love Constantine too, man. I they mean, it's Legends from me. It's not much worse than what Arrow is doing right now. Uh, like, like it's, it's not even a full point behind it's, oh, okay. it's, it's, uh, you know, like tenths of a point, you know, are they talking about canceling under, or do they think the ratings are like shitty? I don't, I don't think so, but I, I haven't heard anything, but I, I, will, I hope not. I really like this show. I, I will say this, uh, they canceled Constantine and Constantine. Well, that was on NBC. Well, that was NBC too. Yeah. Oh, this was, this was an NBC show. This wasn't on CW. No, uh, NBC, NBC can't. Well, this show would have lived on CW then because uh, this show was doing pretty much three million viewers solidly every episode, which is uh, Arrow is not doing that. Arrow is doing in the mid twos, and that's like the one they promote the most. Yeah, and yeah. Legends and Legends of Tomorrow is just behind that. Uh, the Flash, by the way, this uh, this last episode of the Flash was the highest rated episode of the season. So uh, by like a couple tenths of a point was the highest rated episode, and it did just about four million. So it's you know, I helped a lot with it. Yeah, it's like doubling what Arrow is doing. <laughs> uh, so uh, a score, Glenn, for this episode of Legends. Uh, I mean, I'll say four because the one thing I had a problem with it, and I understand they kind of got to do it in the beginning, but it's gonna get old really quick if they do the. Well, we gotta decide if we want to still be a team, guys, and go home to mommy. We gotta like, do that every I, week. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> Okay, I, we're four episodes in. We don't have to do it every week, guys. You've Forget decided that. already. 
Hey man, you know what? Hulk Hogan got knocked down every week, but he had to do that in order to puff his cheeks and go and go nuts. That's drop the right. leg for the win. You know what I mean? That's right. Oh, that's different. That was a superpower. That's how you triggered it. That was that was like a bonus trigger on a slot machine. That's just what it does. It's because uh, steroids don't come in spinach form, so Hulk Hulk can eat spinach quite like Popeye. Uh, I love it. I you mean cocaine love, like Popeye. I like, just love the spinach. I think Marty Jannetty might be more like the Coke Popeye. I just love the video. I just love the image in my head of Hogan stomping around with his fist clenched, shaking his head, and somebody at home just saying, "Oh, that's just what he does." Yeah, uh, it's just what he fucking does. Like it's just the function of Hulk Hogan. That's yeah. It's, like I said, it's a bonus trigger on a slot machine. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay, we triggered it, and he's doing Hulkamania now. He's he's stomping and shaking his fists. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, what would you rate? If this you up? realize, like, probably in a good twenty years, that guy's gonna be in an old folks' home somewhere, and he's just gonna start tearing out, like, trying to tear off his t-shirt and shit, just oh, puffing around a room. So good, eating tapioca. Then he really falls and breaks shit. his hip. Yeah. Well, he he can. There's no way he has any good hips left. You can't drop that leg that many no, times. That's, he's got, he's that's got, a lot of hog log to put on somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah he's got he's got robot hips at this point. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing titanium. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Aaron, what would you rate this episode? Four and a half. Really dug it. I can't rate this. I rate this episode incomplete. Based <laughs> off of what I saw, I would give it a. What did you see? Uh, I saw oh, the very beginning where they where they showed up at the Pentagon. And Mick Rory was super amped to be like, oh, shit, I can't wait to break into the Pentagon. He was very excited about it. Uh, awesome. I, re- I remember. Yeah, he goes, awesome. It's nuclear war. Awesome. I remember that. Uh, I remember that uh, Rip Hunter has pills that make people sound like they're speaking another language to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, that was really clever. It was yeah. really stupid, but I liked it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like in Star Trek, where everybody has a universal translator built into their comm badge, which is why everyone sounds like they're speaking English. TARDIS is the uh, same shit. Tar- yep, TARDIS has the translation. Mission Impossible also has a similar thing. Uh, so that all works out well. Um, I saw that, and I saw the uh, the Stein-Jefferson-Jackson uh, thing, and I saw a couple of moments of uh, uh, Kendra and, uh, and Seraph training and fighting each other. Can we talk about Mick Roy some more? I'm glad you brought it up, because I love how his distraction was getting people to bet in the break room for an arm wrestling contest. <laughs> He's awesome. Like, I thought I, they were going to have him do something like, you know, he was going to be an idiot, but it was he yeah. just was doing an arm wrestling contest and, and people wanted money. That was that was great. To me, that's that the, so to me good. It's the to me it's the McRory show now. And he, but, uh, then he just picks up his gun and just makes a firewall around him in a circle so where they can't chase him. Based off of what I've seen, I would give the episode a three and a half, but I only saw snippets, so and I, I, I think loved... that scene in the Pentagon is even more believable because they were there in '86. Spies like us came out in '85, so you know there was nothing but shenanigans going on uh, at the Pentagon in well, the mid to late '80s. So they very easily could have broken can... like that. This is why we have the X Files. This happened, and all these conspiracy theories came out, but because they're the government, they won't release it, and all their right. videotape got wiped out. Um, it's just I think I think they need to do a X Files crossover. Like that's that's what needs to happen. Episode. Uh, all right, so uh, that's gonna do it for this week. But we've got uh, at least one great looking episode next week. Uh, but Legends of Tomorrow should be pretty good as well. 
Uh, but, next, shit. but Flash is looking excellent next week, so we'll be back. I was so bummed that I realized it was a two-parter this week, man. Oh. I was glad it was a two-parter. I'm glad not everything got you yeah. know, tied in. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, I was like, damn it, now i got to wait till next week. Well, it's funny because I was fast-forwarding my DVR, and I was like, oh, well, there's only like six minutes left in the show. They better wrap it up quick. Right. <laughs> and I like then they did. Rush I was like, minutes. oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't wrap it up. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll be back next week with season one episode, or not season one, season two, episode fourteen of the Flash, called "Escape from Earth 2, season four, episode fourteen of Arrow, called "Code of Silence," and season one, episode five of Legends of Tomorrow, called "Failsafe." <laughs>